heard from someone that he did a potato diet. Yes, you heard that from me because oh. I tried the potato diet and it sucked. What uh, is, what is that? So besides um, potatoes, pen, nothing. Oh, oh, you can do non-starchy vegetables, but for two weeks you want to just do potatoes. Non-starch summer. <laughs> broccoli, broccoli, broccoli. Welcome to Shane Watch, <laughs> a guilt-free dive into those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we bring in a movie that either we or our guests love, but society constantly ridicules them for. We look in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, hoping to f- keep society at bay while we watch these movies like the miracles that they are. I'm James Fight. Yeah, you are. To my right is... Kenny Madison. You betcha. Across from him is... Olivia Slappin Swatis. <laughs> All right. I had to. And next to her is... Yeah. uh, Go. You have a new nickname in the Facebook Messenger. That's (laughs) that's great. Can I change it? Because I don't know what you... Well, you don't like the Horse Lord? Yeah, the Horse Lord. (laughs) You Uh, command all the horses... Like Poseidon? Yeah, I imagine that it's a superpower where you just, uh, Magneto style, you just raise your hands. Yeah. But I do, I would, horses have, come. I would have to slap uh, the horse to get going. Oh, so you're still slapping spots. <laughs> yeah, there okay. it is. I just, the, the picture that comes to my mind is that you raise your hands Magneto style, and then whatever horizon that you're looking at, just a, a suite of horses. A sweet. I wasn't, oh, I wasn't even yeah. a horse girl growing up. What? Yeah, you were a horse lord. <laughs> Facts. That's it's in just, the name. Yeah. It's in the backstory of Olivia. Didn't know that. It's in your bio. Yeah. Uh, website. Okay. Olivia oh, was nice. riding uh, her electric scooter down the road, and then, gosh darn it, wouldn't you know, they're transporting toxic waste. That scooter As collided with do. toxic waste, and then at the same time, Olivia got bitten by a horse. And that's how she can control all horses. <laughs> I was really hoping a horse was going to come in and bite her. I'm glad it went that route. It's all three of those things. Oh the, the electric scooter electrified the toxic <laughs> waste. And then also the a bite. horse circumstantially happened to be right there. I at mean, the same time got enraged. so scared. Enraged bit at the closest thing, which happened to be Olivia's tiny little toe. Because she accidentally kicked her shoe off and all Naturally. in in all of the catastrophe that's going on. Olivia the Stallion. She just wanted a <laughs> hot girl summer. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yep. Man, how have you gone this far? You just you're just you have such a traumatic backstory, but that's what's fueling your superhero legacy. That's yes. true. You're the best superhero because you have all the origins. You're the Aww, slapping you horse lord. Also, your parents were shot <laughs> right in front of you by a leaving horse. the opera. I'm wondering how. I wonder how we're gonna segue to Max. This <laughs> month, school is oh, in session. This month, it's in session. Wait, I'm Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah, no time. There's no time. We've got too much episodes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He doesn't even go here. Uh, <laughs> that, she brought it around. Uh, but this month, school is in session. You can bet on it. We've got to move, Aaron. Come Amazing. on. All of August, we are looking at classic back-to-school movies. Today, we're watching Max Keebler's Big Move. Wanna, Max Keeble. You want to take... What? Well, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Keebler is... Here we go. Uh, <laughs> take two. Fuck. Roll no, <laughs> no, we're keeping. This is canon. This is Aaron, Keebler we don't have is like time. the Keebler elf cookies, right? I've been saying. It's okay. to, to be honest, I said it for the longest time until I saw it on YouTube and rented it uh, for Max Keeble. So I was like, "That's dumb. Why isn't that Keebler?" <laughs> no joke. I was I I didn't say it, but I was thinking it earlier today. <laughs> I'm going. Why didn't they just call him Max Keebler? It would be easier to say. It's easier on the tongue. It really is. Oh boy. So uh, <laughs> this movie. Um, it is nostalgic and it rules. It doesn't. It doesn't have tone loke like my other favorite live action uh, Disney what? movie. Blink check. 
Um, but it does have uh, Josh Peck. Yeah, who Heck plays yeah. Robe because he doesn't take off his robe. I really wish his name was Rob, and he was just like, uh, his name was Robert. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah, but they call him Rogue because he doesn't take off his robe. I imagine a lot of people probably haven't seen Max Keeble's big move. So, so we need context. We need Kenny the context. Uh, well, because Olivia, you're the one that's bringing in Max Keeble's big move for Back to School hold August. On, hold on. We need some context before the context. Olivia sure. My is, name is Kenny Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's killing it on the social media game. Yeah. Oh. Give her a sh- shout out. Hold on. Like and subscribe. We've got uh, pro- at Shame Watch Pod. We've got to uh, provide more context. You. What is social media? So what it's a movie. Social? It's a movie um, with Justin Timberlake and um, uh, Darth Vader, and uh-huh. they they, <laughs> they come in nope. and there's Keep crystals. Going. Yep. And they're like, ah, oh, the crystals uh, from Fast and Furious. They come back, <laughs> and the crystals are like, <laughs> ah, we need to get these to everybody. And so they're like, okay, we'll develop a website to get crystals to numerous. So Olivia, <laughs> hold on. In your own, hold shut on. up. In your I've own words, a thing. I've got a thing too. I have a Winkleboss impression. <sighs> Go. <laughs> Uh, Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, as played by Army Hammer in the 2008 film Central Network. He played both. <clears throat> Six four two twenty. There's two of me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to sue so him dumb. in federal court. Okay, Olivia. In your own words, can you um, call tell- me by your name? That was good. Oh my that was good. Can that you, was fabulous. Can you uh, just? I am give the us Lone Ranger. A synopsis of this movie. Okay, so it's about this, I want to say, he's probably about 12 or 13, but this this tween named Max Keeble, uh, he lives in, they never actually specify what city. Not was, Chicago. Not Chicago. But, you know, he's really determined first day of junior high. Like, it's a new year, new me. It's end all, be all at this age, exactly. let's be honest. And, you know, he is just, he is just ready to just put, you know, put his mark uh, leave his mark on the school and be popular, maybe. You know, we'll, we'll see. He's got two friends, Josh Peck, Robe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because he wears a robe. And then he has this uh, this other best friend named Megan. Yes. And she is the potential love interest. What? But right now it's just platonic. Anyway. Why are you rolling your eyes? Because it's what? the worst. <laughs> but he, she likes him. That's great. She's a girl in this movie. We'll continue. talk. We'll, we'll talk more about like sorry, nitpicks because so I do sorry. have I do have some nitpicks about how they wrote her character. Sure, fair. So anyway, he lives with his parents. He's an only child, and his dad <laughs> is an advertising. <laughs> he's an advertising. So sometimes he wears like these ridiculous costumes that his uh, boss makes him wear. His first entrance, we see him. Who it's Lizzie McGuire's dad. It's Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> oh shit, that's yeah. right. He comes in in a giant lobster costume, yeah. and I loved him from the be- he, from the get go. He's. Yeah amazing so he comes in with a lobster costume and you know max is explaining how his dad's in advertising well anyway they break the news to him that after i think after the first day of school mm-hmm. yeah when yeah. he comes home yeah. from the first when day he school. comes home from the first day of school they're like hey we're moving we're moving to chicago my boss and we kind of get an idea that you know mr keeble is kind of a bit of a pushover at his job super spineless he, but he also has you know probably just a really mean boss we've all been there <laughs> and the boss is like hey i want you to to go and start a team or something like that in chicago so basically the parents tell max we're moving and he goes wait we're moving and he's upset he closes the door you hear some sounds of breaking things and so max megan and robe 
decide they want to come up with a week-long revenge plot prank type situation for the bullies at their school now there's multiple bullies in this film which we will get into we, we will get into because it is a trip look unlike other movie podcasts we're actually going to talk about the movie <laughs> oh yeah we are yeah we talk nothing but the movie yeah exactly kenny i like those frames thank you it feels it feels right hot girl summer <laughs> car crash uh kenny <laughs> uh go ahead and uh, give us uh why would someone dislike this movie uh that's an absolutely great question for the listener at home i have currently put on james's glasses because he put them down and i picked them up and yes. put them on so now i am going to read the review <laughs> oh you're gonna try and read my class oh i'm sorry i'm uh, very blind it is <laughs> so, i'm super blind so this is a trip okay hold on i can't wait until i can get contacts again I mean, I like my glasses because I feel good in them. Like, I feel oh good looking, gosh. but I think I look better just in contacts. I mean, your face is symmetrical, so you're a good looking boy anyway. Oh, Kenny. You're having a hot boy summer. Car crash. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, great. Contact. <coughs> God dang it. Uh, Aaron, I want you to make sure that. that peaks yeah that's doubled <laughs> excellent uh in a review by claudia puke from usa today uh a review from october of 2001 titled disney fails to milk laughs Ooh, disney's so latest weird. offering is a mayhem filled mean-spirited tale of middle school revenge what a great movie for the kids the real shocker is how many grown men it took to conceive and write this lame brain tale <laughs> three writers are credited with fashioning the screenplay while an additional four racked their brains to come up with the ultra predictable story idea too bad because the predominant feeling one gets is deja vu through sitting through the mind-numbing 101 minutes the hijinks of a tow-headed boy who outwits creepy adults is reminiscent of Home Alone. Certainly the association is no accident because Linz was a star of Home Alone 3. I don't know why he's a star. He was the star. As Max, Linz is appealing enough, as are his two pals, but most of the adults seem like caricatures. Larry Miller as the principal is way over the top, and it's never established why the ice cream man, Jamie Kennedy, for those that what? might not know. Yeah, that was Jamie Kennedy? Oh, shit. Wow, okay. you actually... No, didn't I didn't know. know that. I legitimately didn't know that. Right. Hey, he looks familiar. Well, that's a good thing that, that was put in parentheticals by Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never established why the ice cream man terrorizes his pint-sized customers. Oh, they actually do mention that. Um, so he says in a voiceover, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Max says, um, I found a, a cockroach, cockroach. Oh, yeah. in my ice cream. His snow cone. Or something yeah, like that. And yeah, the yeah, mom, yeah. his mom called, called like, the health yeah. department. So and that he, reviewer wasn't paying attention. Yeah, though. Miss Puig. Right? She said Puig? Yeah, sure. Pug? Pug. P-U-I-G. Puig. I only know that. I only know that. (laughs) In the last few minutes after wreaking all kinds of havoc, Max realizes that his actions do have consequences and that he has behaved no better than the bullies he loathes. The little apologetic speech he gives tries, wanly, to negate everything the film has been about, but it feels so tacked on that it'll scarcely register with most kids. What? She's being more than harsh. Yeah. She's being... Stop looking at me. I, She's being more than harsh. I learned a lot watching this movie in 2001 when I was eight. In a, well, and to establish even more context, this was really close to a very traumatic event. Y2K. <laughs> yep, Y2K. forgot about that. <laughs> this was literally two days before 9-11. Was it really? In the timeline, I looked it up. It's uh, The timeline takes place between September 
Uh, where is this established? Where is this established? Wait, in the movie or it was released two days release before? Because I saw this fact on IMDb and anyone can add facts on IMDb. Where in the movie does it say that this happened before Tuesday, September 11th, a date that I will never I th- forget? I think uh, because of the dates that like were on the board, like throughout the movie, is they, they just put the timeline. Mm. Um, uh, fans of Shame Watch, please screenshot along with your watch along of Max Keeble's big move and send us hashtag never forget, hashtag Y2K. Oh, man. Hashtag hot girl summer. <laughs> Car crash. Uh, hashtag never forget hot girl summer. Hashtag cancel Adam Sandler. September 3rd <laughs> to September 7th, 2011. Oh, my God. 2001, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 2011 is different. Yeah. Wow, that's um, oh my gosh, it's a downer. When 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 was this movie released? October of two thousand one. So after nine eleven. I remember seeing this movie in theaters. Well, I forgot. Was it? I, I didn't realize it was a theatrical yeah, release. I didn't, actually, oh yeah, I forgot absolutely. it was a Disney movie. Oh Same. really? Uh, yeah, it has that classic uh, intro. Yeah. Well, like but but yeah, I forgot though. Castle. Like when I watch it, I go, oh Disney really did do this. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which is strange because they hadn't gotten so strict yet. What do you mean? What Disney? What it mean? felt like like because like they hadn't had their silos as they call them. Their silos. Like, yeah, their silos of like things that fit in their cookie cutter format. Yeah. The oh. only things that they don't allow basically that fit those formats are like biopics. This mm. feels like the progenitor of Disney Channel, the current day Disney Channel films. Yeah. This feels squeaky clean. It feels very. Uh, homogenous i guess it feels like what the kind of decom that would have happened before high school musical which by mm. the way check out that episode if it's you haven't pretty great. listened it's pretty to great. it already but yeah <laughs> you know like one of the older mm-hmm. decoms that's kind of what it feels like even though i remember seeing this in theaters with my mom yeah. childhood hijinks childhood um you know problems um I, this is real small kind of weird uh how was y'all's junior high formatted was it sixth to ninth grade and then sophomores? no it was mm-hmm. uh, seventh and eighth Okay. Huh, mine was uh, sixth through eighth grade, so that was middle school. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was for me too. Mine was seventh through ninth Weird. until until uh, my ninth grade, which is when they siloed off the ninth graders to the high school by them. No, just by themselves. Oh, oh I've seen, I've, I've heard of that. I don't know. It's Oklahoma. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You look at a campus and it's just like, oh no, that's just for freshmen. You want to hear them like, how bad are your freshmen that you have to for real. like really just kind of like segregate them to like bring them into their own. Uh, Aaron, I don't like to use the S word. Um, <laughs> Aaron, that's racist. Um, yeah. Tony Hawk is in this movie. Yes. I and he's friends with Max. I flipped out. Right. A, you kick flipped out. I kick flipped out. I ollied out whenever I saw him. I grinded out. I saw yeah, two you kids did. Uh, <laughs> grinding at the Fallout Theater today. Not the sex move, <laughs> the dance move. No, the no, no. Move. Let's stop everything and let's listen to the story. <laughs> ah, no. This we feels just like my high continue school. continue with Max Keeble. Uh, that fight scene is problematic. Which fight scene? What Which fight, fight scene? scene? The fight scene in his dream when he's finding the ice, man, ice cream man. That's problematic? Ah, it's making fun of... He does keep... Ca- uh, Max Keeble does keep oh. calling everyone the N-word, which is weird. <laughs> Wait, you mean the uh, the kung fu scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess that the, is problematic. The dubbing was yeah, good painful. Job. It, was it was painful. Yeah. So bad. It, it yeah. Oh, actually, there's this one part it's too. Su- it's supposed to be bad. So, it's supposed to be bad, but not problematic. Okay, so oh, here's yeah. here's another part. It's in that same chase sequence, and I had to rewind or 
press like rewind to to double check but it's actually the ice cream man he's driving and he's saying like i'm gonna get you max keeble or something like that but his uh what he's saying doesn't match what's on his lips yeah, it's pretty bad. It's yeah. not even the it's not even the kung fu part. It's this part that's just Beforehand. so it's so yeah. obvious and so painful. I mean, this film feels like it was cut to pieces. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, w- w- just saying that too. The credits are strange. It's just Disney credit, title screen, uh, title card, and that's it. Oh yeah. There was no intro credits. There was nothing. It was just like we need to get this movie out now. And that opening is so dramatic. It was. And he had a Goldberg, uh, a Goldberg alarm clock. Oh, that and, says "Wake up, jabroni!" And Goldberg never said "jabroni." Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't a huge wrestling fan, but I know that. Like, he never said "jabroni." I'll be honest; I thought the first use of "jabroni" was in "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yeah. I was wrong. It's The Rock. What? Yeah, The Rock says it a lot. The Rock said, "Call people jabroni." Yeah, what? A lot. Man, I don't. No, anything. I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> he said it a lot. He's like, "You're just a bunch of jabronis." The Rock says, or something along those lines. I, I don't so, like wrestling. Uh, Max Keeble uh, is not a wrestler. No, contrary to popular, he is belief, about to make uh, what I understand is a big move, though. In in many ways, in many ways, he has the eye of a ninth grader. What? But he's a seventh grader. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got the eye. It's his, before his growth spurt too. If yeah, you notice, he's a little shorty. He's a, a short little, boy. Yeah, like little Romeo. Uh, I mean, even today, his his growth spurt did not hit. He's still pretty little. Alex mm. Alex D. Lins. Yeah, he's kind of little. You know who had a good glow up was Josh Peck. Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. beef. He's, he's, he's got he's, he's a little hot. beefcake. He's, yeah. He's, oh, he's a daddy. Yeah, he's <laughs> no, he's not a daddy. He's a daddy. That's oh. a good look. <laughs> I did. I did actually take this note whenever I was watching the movie, because um, this is interesting about Josh Peck's performance because he was just off Snow Day, um, and he had to hit his. He hadn't hit his Drake and Josh stuff. And what I noticed is that Josh Peck is fat. No, <laughs> I don't see. And size. I don't. I don't know if you know this, but the movie makes him a little fat boy. With because a lisp. He has a lot of food on his tray. Did you notice that? <sighs> With a lisp. Yeah. Not just a plain Jane fat boy. I didn't even notice the list. I didn't know. Oh yeah. The list oh either. shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a it's such an aggro lisp. Yeah. Which right. is also the name of my prog rock band. <laughs> <laughs> and it took me a minute too, like to think about Josh Drake and Josh. I was like, yeah. He didn't have a lisp. He didn't have a lisp in Snow Day. Was it? Uh, I think it was maybe around the All That days. Do you think when oh, he, yeah, shot? he was on all that? He was on all that. He was. Was he yeah. second or generation? Or the or the uh, or the Amanda Show. He was on Amanda Show. Amanda Show for sure. They're the same show. Also, Amanda Bynes. That was... uh, We'll save that for the Hairspray episode. Yeah, if we're going to talk about people who had a downward spiral, we got to talk about Orlando Brown. Who's Orlando Brown? Uh, Dobbs. Dobbs, yeah. He plays the stockbroker. Oh, margin call! What does that mean? Margin call. What does margin call mean? Marching call, not margin. Yeah, it's margin call. No, it's... in the subtitles, it said marching. No, in my subtitles, it's margin call. Where'd you watch it? I watched it on uh, HBO Go. I watched it on Amazon Prime. I watched it on HBO Go. Also, margin call is a stock term. You're a stock oh. term. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's You're a stock. Well, I'll look it up. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> just, just put on my glasses. Thank again. you. I'll calm you down. Margin. 
Oh, it's when you call Marge. <laughs> it's when you call Marge in for dinner. Um, I'm really sorry. I'm shaking. So anyway, Orlando <laughs> Brown, he was on Olivia That's So Raven. so angry. He played Eddie, the uh, best friend. He did. And he had a decent rap career, if I'm going to be honest. Decent? I mean, nobody knew him. But he could rap <laughs> well. He's got a pretty good voice. He can write a beat well. He can go through different beats throughout a song. And it sounds really good. A demand by a broker that an investor. Aaron, deposit I think you might just be describing rap rappers. <laughs> but a good, he's a good rapper. He can sing along with. He the was beat. on uh, when the Disney Channel original stars would do that circle of stars. Uh, they would sing. They would sing covers of songs. So like the Circle of Life or oh, A Dream Is oh. a Wish Your Heart Makes. He was in that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a margin call? Margin call. A demand by a broker that an investor deposit further cash or securities to cover possible losses. Ah, margin call. This has that been. Makes that makes sense why he would yell margin call and then steal money. Because he lost. Uh, he was a millionaire by 10. Sure. But he lost it all by 12. Cool. We've all been there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I crashed my it? yacht. What? Uh, uh, James drives boats um, But yeah So um, He's got an eye On a ninth grade are, are you just Getting the C Max, again Max Keeble has the eye Of a ninth Max, grader Sorry he's Not, got the not eye. Dobbs Yeah <laughs> Max Keeble, um, He's got his eye On a ninth grader Who won an award Jenna. For this movie What Yeah she won an award For, for Young what? Actors Award Why Oscar. Wait Jenna the Jenna she, Really Yeah well, She didn't do anything I know except Baby One More Time kept playing every time oh my she walked. Yeah. That I, was weird. That, oh, that goes in the nitpicks there was There was a scene towards the back half of the movie where uh, Max Keeble was eye level with just her chest. Yeah. And that's how the camera was framing it. And it yeah. was... And that's yeah, how you know weird. that this Whoa. movie was written by men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm that's, sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, that's... Uh, that's all we have for today. Um, Welcome to Men Are Shitty cast. Oh, also on that note, um, that men are shitty, the hot life science teacher. She, every guy wants her. Blah. Oh my gosh, those Bunsen burners when they kept going yeah, off yeah. one by one. I yeah, thought that was pretty funny. Road. It yeah. was. I have that kind of cringeworthy, but. I thought, it, I thought it was Veronica Vaughn from uh, Billy Madison. What? I, we, thought, we, I thought it was the same actress. For, we, haven't, for, we haven't watched that yet. Yeah, a movie that's that we're fun. definitely going to be talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That Veronica Vaughn. Such a oh, good. and then we haven't even talked about the principal. Ugh. Who is pa- Paolo in The Princess Diaries. That's oh. right. Yep. What? Oh, my goodness. So he's kind of the... He's a big antagonist. I love Princess Diaries. I love Princess Diaries. And real talk, he's kind of locked into this movie. He like thinks that he's going to win his Oscar. This, yeah, this was his BAFTA performance. This was. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it big after this. They're gonna give me that Princess Diaries role, and, and he, they did. Was he, it? Be- I think it was before Princess yeah, Diaries. This was before oh. the first one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, get, get me Larry Miller. Is what Princess Diana, Diane, Diana. What's her name? I'd say Gary Marshall, the director of that movie. No, no. <laughs> Never mind. No. You're right. I'm Judd so Apatow said, hey, get me Larry Miller. Me, Mia Katsopoulos? Yeah. What Mia, is, Princess Mia. What is the principal's name in the movie? 
Jindrake. Okay, yes. Because there's a reference, there's a shining reference when Ugh. toward the end he's like, here's Ginny. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, oh, another super problematic thing. Uh, the fact that the secretary's name is Mrs. Rangoon. Oh my God, so problematic. And that's <laughs> Amy don't. Hill, one of the best character actresses of all time. Uh, she's what, so, uh, what is Rangoon? Yeah. Crab Sorry, Rangoon. Crab, crab Rangoon, which is a Chinese dish. Yeah, a westernized Ap- Chinese dish. West- Oh, okay. I yeah. guess I didn't really think about that. But oh, I'm. I didn't like. I didn't like his treatment. I, I didn't. I didn't like his treatment toward her. It was very misogynistic. I kind of like her though. Oh, oh she, she was great. great. She was yeah. great. She was like, oh god, here we go again. Her I'm and like, the janitor and the gym teacher the janitor? are the unsung heroes of this movie. So the janitor, I think, is that guy in the Princess Diaries. You know him with the wife who was trying to like also get the throne. He, yeah. The like that stuffy old man. Gary Lewis, I think is his name. He looks yeah. familiar. So a lot of, you know, Princess Diaries. He's one of those. Um, oh, I think I know that guy. Type yeah, of actor. He's yeah. in a lot of like background. He doesn't get a lot of speaking time, well, but he's got a very familiar face. Well, definitely agree with you. Unsung hero of that movie. Yeah, um, Amy Hill. I love her so much. I could talk about she's her. She's great. Days. She's great. She's really great. Did you know? Just to appease more uh, casting directors, as the Asian woman. She's got hazel eyes, but she'll put brown contacts in to fit the Asian prototype. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because she's That's Finnish awful. and Japanese from North Dakota or South Dakota of all places. Oh, my God. And she's like, God, I'm not going to get work with my hazel eyes. So she puts in brown contacts. Uh, she's, she's really great on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but yes. also she's relegated to playing a Filipino woman Yeah, as We're, well. And it just sucks because she knows she's like, wherever the work is, that's, that's where I'll go. And yeah. it sucks that it goes down to that. But God, I love Amy Hill. So great. She's, she's also super good on that show. Also, there's a point in this movie where her mouth is a perfect circle. It's great. Anyways. <laughs> and she wears bunny ears. <laughs> when they, okay, so we should probably keep going. Max likes animals. Yes. Max likes animals. He, he works volunteers. The yeah, he helped nurse this chimpanzee named Tad. Yeah. From when he was a baby. Is it just me? Go there was a, There was a lot of, Jap- a lot of chimpanzee... Um, movies when we were kids yeah and there's not a lot what's now. the one uh the Kinda dawson sad. something uh dunston checks in yeah one of my yeah. faves yeah. Dunstan yeah. checks that in. great because like now that i see that chimp i'm like god a chimp can let's, maul let's, let's do it let's, oh yeah let's stop the podcast let's try and name all the those monkey movies from our okay. childhood uh, monkey bone monkey uh not a monkey tarzan, movie tarzan even though it's about gorillas Dar- tarzan would count george no. of the jungle george, george of the, the jungle. jungle uh ace ventura is, yeah, or is that a spider monkey? I think it's a spider monkey. What we'll count it? Well, it's a monkey. We'll count it. Uh, the capuchin monkey and friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Lost in space, where they had a space monkey. Lost what? in space. Um, there was a Law and Order episode where there was a monkey and a basketball. What? <laughs> yeah, no, let's count it. Uh, there's uh, all I know is Dunstan checks. Uh, Ed, that movie with Matt LeBlanc, where the uh, monkey is the baseball pitcher. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? What? That was like a weird touchstone, right? It was. A, yeah, it was, I've never uh, heard of potential this. episode for later. Sure. Uh, yeah, sounds like it. Monkey March. Oh no! Uh, even better uh, movies with the word Ed in the title. So it'd be Ed Ed TV, the Whoopi Goldberg movie. Eddie. Uh, just got to find a fourth one. Uh, we uh, can probably just talk Ed, Ed and Eddie. I, oh god, I could talk Ed. Ed they Ed. have a movie. Probably. 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 Cartoon Network, yeah. yeah. Man, man, that show was gross. I can I could not stand that show. No, it's great. They just are scheming. Uh, Speaking of scheming. Yeah, uh, Max does that a lot. 
and he's trying to get back to all the bullies. Can we talk about the bullying in this school? No one's doing anything about the blink Troy bullying. McGinty. But okay, with Troy. Okay, the whole the shirt thing is stupid. Okay, he's yeah. like, he's like, uh, getting ready to show people like the the name of the person he's going to bully is on his shirt every day, and it's like a white. Haynes shirt with like black and red marker. And the teachers don't do anything about this. Because it's an event every morning. And the kids are like, Max Keeble, first day of school. Uh, did anyone else think about how much work that would take to have that good penmanship? Yeah. As well as a fresh white shirt every night? Or is that just me? Have you That's tried to you. write on a shirt? No. It's hard. It's terribly hard. <laughs> it's- Hard. Even like with puffy pink, like where you go over the shirt, it's hard. So Troy McGinty would have to at some point just sit down and make all of these shirts. He's yeah. artistic, is what he we're had trying to say. Kid with the robe, <laughs> freak yeah. with the robe, freak, freak with, the, with robe. the robe, and then a uh, Vladimir in one of them. Fun fact: He goes on to play Vladimir in Twilight. Twilight, yeah, I saw that. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh my god! He completed his circle. Yeah. He completed his circle. Amazing. And uh, like uh, Max Keeble was. He's the also only Michelangelo. One yeah, in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. The remake yeah, by the, Michael the Bay. Films, the Michael Bay films. Uh, and he voiced some villains um, in some uh, Justice League movies. But he has a fear. It's Mr. McGoogles. My name is Mike. That arc. My it's name is McGoogles. He's uh, going to eat me. This Irish frog. McGoogles ate. What's his name? Uh, Max's, Max's dad. So good. So good. Um, but yeah, so he's terrified of McGoogles, the Scottish frog. I guess the best way to compare him to is HR uh, Puffin stuff. Who? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Puffin stuff. He's got the same like framework. Um, and he came to uh, Max's birthday party as a kid. Fourth. Fourth birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Troy was traumatized ever since then. And he's sworn to take it out on Max. Yeah, like when they give that backstory... No wonder he's a bully. Everyone laughed and pointed at him. What the fuck do you think was going to happen, yeah, you dumb kids? This entire society feels like a real binary. Yeah. Uh, either everyone's for you or everyone is against you. Yeah. That's 2001. Yeah. It feels true to kid logic. Yes. Because this movie is a kid logic movie yeah. for the most part. Also, I thought it was really interesting. So they had that those brief scenes with uh, Troy and the therapist... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is exactly what he needed. Putting him into immersive in which therapy. Which we're all about therapy here yes. at Shame Watch. Yes. It's healthy. Everybody That's our should go. official view. Exactly. But it was interesting how they kind of. For a 2001 flick, a boy in therapy is yeah. kind of unheard mm-hmm. of. But they kind of played it as a joke. Yeah, they a kind lo- of yeah. stuck to some of the tropes, like exposure, like, here mm. we yeah. go. Fair. Instead but of, you know, just talking about it. It anyway. heals him. Within a day. Yeah, which is Because that's how therapy works. Yeah. It's like keyboard. I mean, the whole timeline of this movie is hyper-accelerated. Because it's literally two days before 9-11. So, Jesus. Yeah, you had to get it in. Uh, hashtag never forget. Hashtag Y2K. handsome M. Uh, Sandler. Ooh, there's just so much bullying in this movie. No adult steps up, and well, it really bothers oh, me. Not Even only the adults is there, are bullying. Not only is there bullying, yeah. but anyone that is bullied is the one that is punished. Yes, oh, because yeah. when Max walks in, he just he's like, "Why? Why are you like that? Why are you causing a commotion?" Cease. God, I cease. Cease. I hated that every time. As opposed to any adult now, which would be like, "Good Lord, are you okay? Yeah. What happened to you? What?" 
terrorist did this to you. Yeah, for real. Oh, yeah. can we talk about another problem in this movie? Yes. Which is kind of funny. So obviously we get a sense that pr- uh, Principal Jim Drake is all for the athletics program. What? The middle school, what? the junior high athletics program. Because he, there are three recruits from Eastern Europe who don't look like they're 12, 13. Nah. And then he goes, we're going to build a new stadium. And then later when Max and his friends break into the office, they see this pie chart from Microsoft Word. Classic. And it says 97% of the school budget goes to the like new stadium. stadium, 1% textbooks. <laughs> Listen. I don't even know only the other n- t- only nerds read textbooks. He said it, and it's true. But the worst part of it all, the new stadium is going to go at the the sanctuary, <gasps> and Tad is going to get relocated. And that smelly goat. Hey, little Romeo's in this movie. He is. They the teacher calls on him and he's just like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, no, his name is Lil Romeo no, in know. the list. Like I thought that was so crazy when she was like, "That's just his name. Lil 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 Romeo." He's like, "Here." Like I just when what what she says she says something really dumb. I mean, she's like, yeah, I I hear what's dropping. Or yeah, she tries to make some kind of like rap. Yeah, reference. like little Romeo rap reference. Also, what happened to him? Uh, Duran told me he got swole. What? Yeah, that's all I know. I, I asked <laughs> he, Dur- he dropped rap and just went he to the gym. Lil. He's he's just <laughs> he's big Ro- Romeo he's now. Romeo. Wow. <laughs> uh, R A M Romeo. R I M, ripped in muscles. Mm. <laughs> R I M Rock. <laughs> no, I say that for every R I M Josh Peck. Uh, speaking of ripped in muscles, uh, Olivia, when did you rip into this movie for the first time? So I was about eight years old because James and I are about the same age, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing this in theaters with my mom. And then you know how when you leave a movie and you you're kind of left thinking about like that environment or just the the storyline i'm like i at the time i was only maybe in third grade but i'm like wow junior high mm-hmm, like middle mm-hmm. school what what kind of kid am i going to be yeah. and will i stand up to the bullies too you feel like a lot of power coming your way yeah but like, do you ever feel that yeah. like when you yeah. watch a movie and yeah. you're like yeah you just live in that world yeah, yeah. i totally get exactly you, so uh i definitely got those vibes watching it again as a 26 year old was <laughs> definitely just a trip. No, it was I, great. I kept messaging the boys about all of these lines. <laughs> we'll get to you championship, championship jock strap. We watched Watch it. it. Watch, Watch it, it again. again. Okay, so Jen Drake is also trying to impress the superintendent. Because crazy Legs. Crazy Legs, who is this football star, because he wants his job. Yeah. Now... Yeah, there's a popular there's a lot of popular phrases that we use in today's society to describe this type of clinginess and attachment. Uh, it, I don't, yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron, bleep that out. I don't like any vulgarity on this podcast. <laughs> bleep both, both of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, he's 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 trying to impress the superintendent because he hopes that the superintendent will pick him. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Don't it's a school board. Is thing. it a school board thing? My no, dad no, no, no. works for a school district. <laughs> like, I don't think that's it's, how it works. It's a popularity contest. This was 2001. That's exactly how it worked. How old was that superintendent? Yeah. He didn't seem like he was going to retire anytime soon. And he took, he had a picture from like a sixties football attire. Listen, yeah. That's not important. 
What's important is Max. What's big important move. is the mascots. The mascots for this middle school <laughs> is the Cottontails. The Curtis Cottontails. The Curtis Cottontails. I, I missed that. That's why Amy Hill wears little bunny ears when she brings out the, oh my Boy, the stadium. I that. Yeah, they're the Curtis. The Curtis. Yeah, I missed those. Oh Cottontails, well. and the the center logo is a little bunny with a football uniform running. I argue that's still better than my hometown's mascot of being the Sand Spring Sandites. Um, a neighboring town from where I'm from uh, was the Cotton Pickers. Oh, now that's Texas. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, how South- are you, hold on. How are you going to justify this? Because yeah. here's the thing. South Texas is known for migrant workers, and migrant workers, specifically where where we're from, is all Hispanic and Latino based. I, so I get that. I, in their head, yeah, they're just like it's not a it's not a racial thing. It's just who we are. I don't think that makes it any better. Like where we're from, like where you're from, you have a bunch of Minutemen in Sand Springs, yeah, Oklahoma. As everyone knows the Revolutionary War was right on Sand Springs, Oklahoma's doorstep, and our our ready town at a minutes notice, ready at the minutes moment to take up the call and fight in Concord. So in Robstown ISD. Um, we're some oddly like okay this place is known for two things in Aaron Salinas's eyes the best chicken place you will ever get <laughs> it is a rough spot I think they killed the chickens in the back you don't make <laughs> eye contact Jesus. when you're ordering oh James make that a Patreon goal James make that a Patreon goal it's so good like and they put this spice on it and it's it's Barreras uh, chicken make it a Patreon oh. goal we'll make it a Patreon Please goal make no. it, a Patreon it is goal. so good no. the gravy has behind the scenes we go to Robstown yes and we go I will do that I will and, that and then we're going to go to this chicken place. Make it a Patreon goal. Yes. Come on. It'll make be it behind the scenes. Goal. It'll be exclusive content which you can get $5 level. And, and it's uh, home of Gene Upshaw, who is one of the... He's the founding members of the NFL Players Association. And he was like a badass uh, Oakland Raider from little teeny tiny town, uh, Robstown. So, yeah. Scott it's, Hamilton uh, grew up in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> he won a gold medal in the Olympics. For swimming. Nope. So, Aaron, when did you first experience this movie? So, okay, I will admit I had kind of like a little career crush on Josh Peck. So I I would imagine I... What are y'all doing? What? <laughs> We're poking each other's cute noses. I would We're imagine... We're pooping each other. <laughs> <laughs> Just yep. looped you. We're pooping. Uh, Cut I, this out. Cut this out. No, no, keep it in. in. This isn't uh, good for an audio <laughs> medium. <laughs> I would imagine I did see this in theater. I just don't remember seeing it. I would have imagined I got my little kids pack um, that came with popcorn and teeny tiny Reese's Pieces. You got a kids pack? Yeah, kids pack at the Heck movie theater. Yes, those what? were the shit. It came in a little little tray, right? You what? Yeah. Too. It had a little uh, drink, a little slot for your Reese's Pieces that were much smaller than it that. would. It would it would either be like a chocolate or a sour candy. Yeah, mm, yeah, for sour, sure. little kids. sour patch kids or little mm-hmm. Reese's Pieces, little tray for your your popcorn. Um, and that's where I learned where you sprinkle the Reese's Pieces in your popcorn and oh, you're a winner. Oh, yeah. Facts. Yeah. And yeah. the uh, drink was tiny, but no kid should be drinking that much soda anyway. But no. No I think kid should be drinking pop at all. Yeah. No kid should be drinking or eating, period. <laughs> at True. All. No. Never seen nor heard. But yeah, I do remember um, having a little crush on uh, Josh Peck's career. I was like, God, I wish I was him. I'm, I'm fat. Look, just get me in there. I can wear a robe. Yeah, I'll do some weird stuff. Okay, real quick, let's talk about how great it is that when they go undercover for sleuth mode, his robe is camo. 
Yeah, that was <laughs> so. That was so. I didn't good. see him wearing a robe. Yeah, it was. That's a not ca- to speak to the fact that it was a camo. I literally just didn't see him wearing a robe his, because of his camo. Robe, no, God. his <laughs> robe was John Cena. You couldn't see it, and it was so good. Like I saw that, I was like, God, that's such a cute touch. And I will say, he's kind of in this movie. What? He's kind of locked in. Is there any way that you can make a more general statement about that? <laughs> <laughs> Josh also, Peck is he, in this movie. He is this because movie. he was in that glass case and then he vomited that chili omelet. Uh, gross, man. Sorry, <laughs> I hate vomit too. But but he really... I, I, I was sold that he was claustrophobic. But like, in all honesty, Max got really bullied that yes. first time with, with, with Troy McGinty. He got bullied all the time. Well, well no, like, what I mean is that his that first get, Yeah, that was rough. Like, he was throwing Border, trash. Borderline. He was throwing in mud. That was, that was straight up hazing. Josh that was Peck, an assault. Josh Peck was locked in a trophy case. And Com- the adults do nothing! Comfortably. Like, Josh was not, like he, like, he had to keep his arms at his chest, but that was it. He, he was comfortably in it. And, and like, and that's where I was just like, that, that wasn't matching punishment compared. I'm not endorsing. He knew he was claustrophobic, though. Oh, is that why? Yes. Oh. Everyone knew he was claustrophobic. Because that's why he wears a robe. It's more freeing. Exactly. Okay, that makes uh, sense. I'll allow it. Fart knocker is the best insult. Oh, yes. I love it. It's yes. Gross. That's why it's the best. That's very gross. So they plan, Max and his friends plan all these different schemes to try to take down Dobbs. Jen Drake and Troy McGinty. And the ice cream man. And the ice cream man. Can't forget about him. Um, Dobbs is kind of the biggest asshole. I think so. I think when when you're younger, when I was watching, I was like, oh, Troy McGinty. Ah. But. uh, $5 to poop. Now, yeah. Now watching (laughs) this, I go. Dobbs is actually terrible. Because we're all adults and we're like, yeah. I have to pay to use I mean, the in, in my In my Adulthood notes. Adulthood is expensive. <laughs> yeah, for real. But in my notes, I put Dobbs is uh, the perfect example of hustle culture, which I think well, is true. At one point, uh, Evil Ice Cream Man accuses him of being an ultra capitalist. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, the Ice Cream Man was being the ultra capitalist because his ice cream truck breaks down and he starts selling ice cream soup. Yeah. Which robe asks <laughs> if he can try. So I after bribing him. Like, after bribing him. So y'all didn't make ice cream soup? Cause I mean, yeah, of course I did. Okay, Look cool. at me. Come on. Like I I just I just couldn't get to it fast enough in South Texas. It just became sure. ice cream soup. Because my yeah. mom would like give me ice cream and then put it in the microwave and make it more oh. and then give it to me as ice cream soup. What? Yeah. I didn't even know that was an actual I mean, thing. That, that Yo, dip some graham crackers in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Aaron uh, hey, I'll, Aaron, I'll make things Aaron. better. I'll, we're, I'll we're trying to get an ice cream soup to sponsor our podcast. Oh, that'd be great. Bluebell, if you oh, want. Oh, man. There is a way to make that a hipster bougie. Oh, dude. Thing. Without a doubt. Without having doubt. dessert soups, there, Ew. There's a Ew. there's a Pikachu burger bar opening up soon. Yeah, a, a Pokemon that's weird. Pikachu here? burger yeah. bar. Yeah, I'm gonna go to. And it. they oh, dye the you. buns like Squirtle, Charmander, yeah, and Pikachu. I saw that and I was like, I don't know if I can eat like the face of a Pokemon. No, I'm going. Speaking I mean, I'll of, go with you, but speaking of food, there's a food fight scene. Oh my god! Yes, in this movie. This, I this hated mo- it. This I no, this movie. What this inspired Aaron? James shut up, Aaron, James shut is up. talking. Shut up! It made me want to start a food fight for so long in my life. 
I, I had the goal of like in high school, I'm gonna start a food fight, and it's gonna be just like Max Keeble. It's gonna be awesome. Have you ever been in one? No, but I want to so bad. Who's actually been in a food that's fight? That's my question. Also, now as an adult, you know you're an adult when you're like, that's food that's free. Yeah, that's at yeah. least five fifty a tray. Yeah. What are yeah. y'all doing? I was thinking two things. One, uh, this is outrageously wasteful. Two, what was production like on this? Yeah. How, how long did they shoot this food fight? Yeah. How was the coverage? Uh, my yeah. thing is, my grandparents were uh, custodians growing up, so that just pissed me off. That I was like, that was poor custodians that have to clean all that up. That's the only thing I thought, and I was like, no, you're wasting food. Some of it looked kind of decent. It looked like there was a brownie, possibly a chocolate pudding action going on in there. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't some like spaghetti that. and meatballs. Spaghetti there and meatballs looked like there was such a surplus of food. There was such an outrageously large amount of food. Yeah. yeah, that was before we. Of course, had the food wars of 2006. <laughs> yeah. And the, the teacher, one of the teachers who actually falsely accused Max of, um, or he didn't believe Max Windops was trying to get money, uh, lunch money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she is trying to just, you know, like, stop, stop. And then, of course, classic hit in the face, hit in the Falls chest. Falls in a trash can. Yeah. Falls in a trash Classic. can. There is one kid, it's the worried kid in the shirt, and he's like, my mom says if I get this dirty, like, yeah, I'm I'll like, be grounded. I'll be grounded. Yeah. I'm like, that is me. Aww, <laughs> Olivia, no. And then worried kid, like, <laughs> like toward the end when they're like standing up to the bullies, shocker. Um, he's like, worried kid. He's like, <laughs> no, can we talk about Can we talk about nitpicks in this movie? Oh, yeah. For, without a doubt. Isn't that what we've been doing? Yeah, that's what we've been doing. But also, for the record, some of this stuff while we know some of it's offensive and all that it brought back some Great nostalgia show. and you know we were yeah. we were laughing at some lines like Aaron and I were laughing at <laughs> the championship jock yeah. strap yeah. that the principal was trying to show the superintendent and show off that he still held it it's like, a weird flex, <laughs> <laughs> weird flex but okay. the superintendent's kind of like huh and then he goes don't worry we washed it <laughs> wash it again uh I mean, if we're going to talk nitpicks, I'm going to talk about my experience watching this movie, which isn't necessarily fun. I just watched it on HBO Go, uh, but it did take me two sittings to get through because I really found that this movie was dull. Uh, was that dunk? Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll pay the thirty for that's a, a charity. Uh, Aaron, go ahead and play that dunk sound effect. Oh, dunk spaloosh! While we have you, can you tell us what the Rotten Tomatoes score was? Well, that's a game. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, yeah, oh, the game. That's we're going to get there. Oh, we're Also, get to there. answer your question, Kenny, uh, I ask Buddy's question? Diner. I knew you were going to... In my mind, I was watching it, and I was like, Kenny's going to ask the question of what the name of the diner is. It's Buddy's Diner. There's a diner in this movie? Yep. Oh, so oh that diner where... Uh, the party Max happens. Max Keeble is with the, uh, those hotties. Yes. He's <laughs> dancing on the table. With a little Romeo. And, and he ghosted his friends who were trying to throw a, what a going jerk. away party sure. uh yeah this movie took me i i watched this last night and then i went i i can't anymore <laughs> this is just so dull and it's not it's not bad it, it just it feels like it's been cut to pieces it's an there, hour 26 and I, I do know what you're saying where it does feel a little dull but i was like I'm gonna allow it just because it's it's nostalgic. There's an ice cream man with an ice cream gun. I'll keep it. He, uh, the things that I love: one, the color palette. The colors are so oh. wonderful and rich. Call me an easy boy. Easy boy. Thank you. Uh, but I love movies that 
just have oversaturated colors. It's yeah. I was watching. I started watching The Expanse yesterday, and everything in that, sh- at least in the pilot of that show, is so desaturated that it just bums me out. And then there's also Max Keeble who just tr- turns up the saturation to eleven. And I just I love bright colors. Uh, I'll allow that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that might be the thing that I like. He's right. I'm not a doctor. That's my favorite line in the movie. Oh, I did notice that. And I kind of chuckled because I work in healthcare. So. <laughs> Wait, what was the uh, context so for that line? I completely forget. Whenever. Um, because Mac, in the third act, Max is like, uh, uh, I'll meet you bullies in the, at 3 p.m. in the schoolyard. And then, like, he said Dobbs. Just like that. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm perfect for this role. Um, You're Dobbs regular Alex and, T. Linz. Yep. And Troy meet him, and they're like, uh, doctors make pain go away, but he's not a doctor. And Troy goes, he's right. I'm not a doctor. Oh, yeah. That was a funny line. I, I love that <laughs> line. That's my favorite Oh, line. another thing that I wanted to ask about, because you, all, all three of you are more worldly than I. Fact. This had a pop punk soundtrack. Yeah, yes, yes. I was, oh, yeah. Was it Sum 41? Yeah. <gasps> yes. <laughs> beginning of, I, I, in my notes, I, I love this music so far, Fun. but then Britney Spears came on and I didn't like it anymore. Well, what's wrong with Britney? Like, nothing's wrong with Britney, but when you're trying to like, sexualize, sexualize like a 14-year-old girl, oh, yeah. yeah. Not about that. But those first two songs were dope. Yes, yeah. no, they sounded very what? Sum 41. When did pop punk become popular? Like 2001. Really? This era, kind of. Like Do you say eighty-eight? Oh, okay. I would say Sublime, yeah. Green Day. Like I think Sublime started kicking things off of going into that like generational area, and then but like some forty-one and Blink One Eight Two was more in like two thousand. Limp Bizkit. Get well, out of here. Pop punk went for a while. Will Smith uh, went for <laughs> pop punk went for a while. NWA. I NWA. Yeah. I pop still punk. have Tone Loke. My one my Spotify playlist is perfect or pop punk perfection and it's great oh uh, you should share a link to that no that's exclusive for patreon subscribers thank you olivia well i can subscribe the pot to the pod and follow us on instagram at shame watch pod i am right now as we're speaking i've been posting some instagram stories so check that out what what was the other one that was kind of like prototype green day what are you talking about blue night no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's so dumb. Oh no. Aaron, don't forget you have brain surgery. Don't laugh too hard. Oh, oh red mid afternoon. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you this story, Aaron. Feel free to actually cut this out. No, I wanna listen to it. Okay, never mind. Uh on the Kenny Rogers show that we had Friday, there was this woman in the front row that was laughing. Like too much, <laughs> with, uh, like it was inconvenient for the show. N- no, it certainly wasn't inconvenient. But uh, Heidi and I were just genuinely perplexed. Like we know we're funny, but l- lady, are you okay? And she was like, "I'm, I'm good." Uh, and <laughs> I, I don't know what question was asked, but we found out that she had asthma. Oh so, God. so both of us were just like, "Whoa, hold on, we should probably settle down." That's the end of the story. Cease. <laughs> Cease. <laughs> Everyone go see Kenny Rogers because uh, they're the best duo in town. I'll take it. It's true. Thank you. It's canon. I think it's honestly one of the best improv troops in Austin. Yeah. Kenny gave a thumbs up. On the uh, the Northern Hemisphere, I'd say. All right. Well, I'm not going to stroke his ego that much. Well, I have that much faith. 
Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. Speaking Aaron. of stroking egos, <laughs> Max Keeble. Max Keeble. He's the biggest ego stroker. <laughs> Him in that uh, Kona bike of his. I also, oh yeah. So if we're gonna go talk about nitpicks. I was talking about how I didn't like how they wrote the obviously the women in this movie. Please. They felt like it was necessary to make the girl best friend like have feelings, which you know. What? Yes, which you know it's a it's a realistic thing, but it's just such a trope. It's just I, more than a cliche. Yeah, it's overplayed. And oh, speaking of, I don't know if you saw this, but speaking of best friends who have secret crushes on you, Adam Whoa. Lamberg was in this movie. What? Yeah, yeah, Gordo. Even I knew that. He, uh, Gordo, who had like super big feelings for Lizzie, just context. He like when Max is Thank coming. You. <laughs> of course. So when Max and his friends are entering school the next day, this is like after you know Max was in the trash or in the dump the dumpster oh, yeah, and like yeah, all yeah. messy. So they start calling him names. I don't remember what nickname he actually said, but he's like, Oh, it's dumpster. Mc, you know, some, I don't know. I had to like, he was calling like names. There's some kids on bikes, like by the school. And like, oh, it's so, so. And they're making fun of Max. And I, I go, hold up. Does that look like Gordo? And then I go, Oh my gosh, it, it is, is Gordo. Gordo. He was, but, was he supposed to blow up? I don't know. I don't Cause know. I, I always did he get ripped? No, I don't think so. But anyway, in terms of back to the whole like best friend feelings thing, it just wasn't written well. And then the obviously the girl Jenna wasn't written well either. And what? Yeah. You're saying there's more to being popular and attractive? Also, I didn't like, although it was interesting that she was in the band and she played clarinet. Yeah. But green clarinet, which I. That was that was uh, Megan, for, by the way. Oh, but never Jenna. mind. I'm gonna calm down. But Jenna was first chair, and so here they are. Like she, you're sitting in my chair; it has my name on it. I'm like, okay, there was a nicer way you could have said that. Also, let's not tear down women. But it's this was that was a really fun gag. Yeah, because oh, she moved this, and it said Jenna. Yeah, but it does this, make this movie pass the Bechdel test though? No. It do- yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. How the Bechdel test is? You just, I know what the. Well, they're having a conversation that's not about a a guy. Oh, that's that's the bare minimum. You're right. Mm -hmm. And there's more than one female character because they're having a conversation. So there's there's some positives that this movie and there's a robe and there's a robe. (laughs) There's some positives in this movie, but yeah, I just I didn't like how the the women were written in this this film. But you know, it's 2001. It's it's whatever. I'll I mean, get off my soapbox. No, no get no, back no. on it. It needs to be said. Like, yeah, I do think because this movie doesn't age well. Obviously. What? What? Um, what are you talking contrary about? Contrary to popular belief, it's not like Blank Check where it stands the test of time. Um, or it, High School Musical 2. Correct. I bet, bet on, on that. Yeah. Uh, Conversions! The boys are back. Oh, uh, <laughs> so good. We're all in this together. Ah, uh, there we are. Uh, all three. Not. Ah, uh, buddy, you were sick that day. Yeah, I was. You were there. You you were there in spirit, though. Was I? No, no, no yeah, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like James the most. <laughs> speaking of that same attitude, I mean, so Max is still kind of like, "Hey, yeah," as if I'm leaving, and then the parents are like, "Guess what?" And the dad goes, "We're not moving." I finally told my boss off. Like and you told me to, which was the weirdest. Yeah, they had this, like, why, why is the child <laughs> wiser than the adult? 
God, it was such a weird exchange where he's like, who? Who's that? What? This Where's kid, Max? Like this dude, kid is what? so enlightened. Uh, hey, uh, come on, man. Sometimes you're too close to the problem that uh, an outside perspective from the mouth of babes even could even give you that. His name's Max. Here's what the Bechdel test is, James. Sure. Uh, you, need there's three. you need there's a three. You need a three. It has to have at least two women in it. Correct. Who talk to each other about something besides a man. Correct. There's one more. No. What? You need a robe. And you Shut need. Up. <laughs> Because it's such a low bar, and so a few, lot of movies do not. Pass so few that. movies clear it. But hey, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, are there? I don't think it does. Now that I think, like I'm trying to think of major movies that could not pass that test. Well, it's not. It's not necessarily a problem that movies can't pass the Bechdel test. Not. I mean, there are so many great movies that you're like, this is so constructive. This movie helps society, but also it kind of doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Uh, sorry to bother you. I think doesn't pass the Be- Bechtel test, and at is the same time, it's such an anti-capitalist movie that's pro-union, which is such a radical piece of. I do love that art. Movie. It's uh, it's a wonderful movie, and also just really terrible gender politics at the same time. Well, trip like to the Max moon. Cable. A yeah, trip to the moon does, does not, not pass, pass the, the Bechtel test. Uh, drain coming into the station doesn't not pass Bechtel. the Bechtel test. What's that I hear? I think it's the Rotten Tomatoes game. Does not pass the Bechtel test. This podcast does not pass the Bechtel test. <laughs> oh, that's too true. Oh. oh. Olivia, are we problematic? Well, we have no been comment. hashtag canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes game is a game that is based off the, the website Rotten Tomatoes. You can visit Rotten Tomatoes scores at RottenTomatoes.com. This film released in October of 2001 uh, had a whopping 56 critical reviews. Yeah. Going to go around the horn. Going to ask you to guess the score of Max Keeblin's big uh, move, directed by Tim Hill. I'm going to ask you why you're making that guess. James, will you start us off? 19%. 19%. Why 19%, James? Because uh, based on the opening critics review, I don't think critics like this movie. All right. Because the, uh, let's be honest, not not original kind of uh, same tropes we've seen forever. That sounds like a dunk. Nah, it's not a dunk. It right. is just James fight talking. Aaron, your turn. Uh, Aaron, you can go higher, lower, stay the same, or you could just walk out of this room. 27%. 27%. Why 27? Um, only because I do imagine Ebert gave this a four out of four. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ebert makes weird calls. He really does, dude. He pulls some weird. <laughs> he doesn't does. he love episode one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I don't recall. He, he There's one movie that is abhorred by all, and he's just like perfection. <laughs> this is great. Um, <laughs> all thumbs up. <laughs> um, but realistically, I, I'm saying that. Only because I do think there's a lot of heat, but I'm sure there's a mix in of like, hey, it's childhood charm. Well, Aaron says that's a, there's a lot of heat, which is why he says 27. Dreams says uh, 19. Yeah. Olivia? I'm going to say 23. Ooh, 23. Why nice. 23? So, um, just kind of along the same lines as what James and Aaron said. Um, you know, kind of one of those reviews like, good for the kids. Parents are going to be extremely bored. I don't know. It just. Oh, yeah. You know, like a lot of reviews are like good for the or, you know, and uh, and I think I think also uh, this was after 9-11. So I think people were just bitter, bitter, just like not yeah. in a good mindset. Uh, mindset. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, this movie is very lighthearted. Yeah. So good I was palate trying, cleanser. I was trying to 
be a little positive, but in terms of the content itself, uh, while it is at times funny and a throwback now in 2019, um, I presume that like adults who were reviewing this film were probably super bored. Olivia said it here first. Max Keeble's big move. Perfect cure for those 9-11 blues. <laughs> oh, that's pull up, Kenny. Pull well, up. That's not what I said. Uh, Max, Max Keeble's big like move. Perfect for the... Pull up. What's the answer? Um, uh, the correct answer. Uh, Aaron is the closest without going over. And the correct answer is 29%. Oh! oh good job, Aaron. Certified <laughs> rotten, but Aaron, it was certified fresh. Oh, snap. Oh fresh out the Ziploc, baby. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, audiences Romeo. might have a different opinion. Out of 19,866 uh, rankings. What? Our generation had something to say. <laughs> Junior high, I'm, gotta make my I'm mark. Sti- <laughs> I'm still baffled. Year, I'm still me. baffled by your reactions every time because it's only with these four or five digit numbers where you're going, wow, as opposed to the times where it goes into the millions where there's just no reaction whatsoever. You're, bo- you're both just going, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, Too Fast, Too Furious would have 30 million people reviewing it. It just makes, makes sense. Because that, that movie's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they go in, when they use the the nos I, it's so cool yo when the tow trucks become just interlocked within yeah, each other oh, tow trucks are not lego sh- pieces that's not oh that's so good let's rewatch the uh, Hobbs and Shaw does not pass the back till test <laughs> no. what wait a minute Penny what I know this is Total Absurd. Uh, Olivia yes uh, what is the audience ranking for Max Keeble's big move mm, I'm gonna be a little bit more optimistic and maybe say 33%. Mm. 33%. Yeah. Why come? I don't know, just I guess I guess if parents <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> anyway, I guess while like I kind of was around the same lines as I said with the critical, so parents are probably just trying to look for something to take their kids to because at the same time like the media was probably being like oversaturated with um you know 9/11 and um just like terrorism and all this stuff. And so, you know, I'm sure like parents had those sit down conversations with their kids and like, this is what's happening. And like, should we go to war and all of that? And so I'm sure they were trying to look, Hey, let's try to take the kids to go see something that's not related to that. Did you your know, parents talk to you about nine 11? That's they, a real question. Uh, yes. But they also talked to me about, yeah. Like in Iraq too. Really? Yeah. My so. parents didn't tell me shit. Neither did my teachers. Interesting. I remember my dad coming in uh, specifically when the war in Iraq started and going, uh, kids, I just want you to know. My friend Corbin was staying over. He went, kids, I just want you to know the U.S. has just entered Iraq and we're going to war. Whoa. Oh, that's a lot for yeah. how old are you? Uh, 2003. Double digits, right? Uh, I was... Shoot, 2003. Uh, I was 48 years old. I think my youngest had just graduated from. You almost had a nice year. moment, Kenny. Just closed down on some so property in Wyoming. But anyway, <laughs> but, you, but, but you catch my drift in terms of yeah. maybe, maybe they might want to see something that's not. I mean, you're the one that said it. This would be yeah. the perfect antidote for terrorism. Uh, <laughs> this would have ended. You heard it here first. Here on Shame Watch. Uh, 33%. Is that right, Olivia? Yes. Cool. Uh, Aaron. 
You can go higher, lower, stay the same, or you can insult anyone here at this table. All right. I never told y'all. I really messed up my toe when I when I dropped my mic stand that other time. What? Just, yeah. I took a video of uh, my reaction to Kaylee cleaning it. <laughs> it was me. Cleaning it? Yeah. She like cleaning I cleaning like, your toe? Yeah, because there was blood. Like remember I told you I was oh. like, Oh, I really hurt my toe. Wait, no, when did you drop I don't the mic remember stand? this? I think it was it was a while ago. It was um when I was setting up for might have been Gloria? Might have been Gloria or somebody that was, else. Wasn't that last week? Who did yeah who, Oh, Ashley. Ashley Blom? It, yeah, whenever I was setting up for Ashley Blom. Um, I dropped the mic stand on my foot because I didn't have house shoes on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, whatever. And I just let it go. We recorded. I was making dinner. And then um, I was like, hey, I should probably check this thing out. Wowza. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was rough. And so I took a video of my reaction of Kaylee going in there with a Q-tip and alcohol. Uh, cool. So, so I need that for behind the scenes. Yeah. It, 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 you'll need because if you all pay seven dollars, you'll get to see his reaction. You, it, oh, weird! Our Patreon amount went from sixteen dollars a month to okay. I guess we owe Patreon four dollars a month now. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Um, but yeah, um, so I am starting to like realize that for these kind of movies, you do need some ab- adult content or like something to keep the adults entertained. What does that have to do with like you like cleaning your toe? Yeah, it does that. What? It hurt. I said a lot um, when Kaylee's cleaning my toe. Don't spoil the video. Also, don't use vulgarity. Bleep that out. Bleep oh, it out. sorry. My toe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm learning that you do need some sort of... You need to keep the adults entertained. Um, uh, Hotel Transylvania does very well. I'm going down the trilogy. It's a great recommendation. I do think people should see it. Um, so with that being said, I am going to give this a... Why, why are you laughing at that? I don't where is this going he's gonna get to the score 48 okay really god i'm still saying mine fuck you my toe doesn't hurt anymore how does that connect i'm I'm a miracle of science to his foot which is connected nerves are connected all throughout the body and yeah he's using his brain which is a miracle of science. Yeah. To make that judgment about Which Max in, Keeble. In science, you use numbers. Don't quote me. And that. then I'm not a scientist. I should have big moved I'm my foot and I wouldn't have gotten hurt. He should he didn't big move to Chicago. Yeah. Like and like I should have big moved my foot over to Chicago and it wouldn't have fallen off. You know the what toe. your mic dropping was like in the junkyard? <laughs> they hang out at a junkyard. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it really is. Like if I had access to a junkyard in sixth it's grade, his robe's dad worked in. Yeah, the- yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. My dad worked at a flower shop. He owned a flower shop. My dad. Oh, you guys remember that show, Junkyard Wars? No. Yeah, vaguely. Oh man, <laughs> just like Robo Robo Wars. Uh, they it, they stop looking at me. Like two that. teams of people. So show on either TLC or Discovery Channel. They drop this team of people in there and say, "You have to build this machine. You've got seven days to do it." What? And they would just raid a junkyard and just build all of these wild machines. I love TLC. I wish it's, I was smart. It used to be the Learning Channel. No. <laughs> all right, forty-five percent, thirty-three percent. Aaron was 48%. James, you could go higher, 45%. Or you could do the same. Or you could talk Uh, about my toe. No. James, (laughs) what is your score guess for the audience? 45%. For Max. So you're wondering what color it was? Okay. 45%. My neck hurts. (laughs) Sorry. 
Well, my toe hurts. <laughs> That's why we are... And my heart hurts. Cool. The correct um, answer, uh, all of you have gone over. Shut up. Oh, no. Olivia, what is 20%. Wait, wait, I was 33. Oh, no, you haven't gone over. Uh, it's 38%. <gasps> oh. Damn it. So sorry, Olivia. I know that you've that gone through severe spinal trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but not toe old trauma. <laughs> <laughs> are you bringing up that story to try and compare your trauma Versus Olivia's trauma. So that's been our episode of Shame Watch. Wait, James, we do this every episode. You don't give me the respect I deserve. Do you want me to give my car to some smelly podcast? What? I like putting a quote in there with podcast. And he says, do you want me to give my car to some smelly goat? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the breath spray. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to give my car to some pheromones? smelling podcast? Yeah. yeah. That oh, was weird. Was You're going to taste it. <laughs> pheromones are the most powerful thing in the world, apparently, according to the logic of this movie. It makes animals anywhere instantly start reacting. <laughs> a, a, a very, very endangered blue bird just magically <laughs> appears in, let's just call this... Los Angeles. I don't know where they're at. So if you're trying to have your hot girl summer, I definitely Car crush. <laughs> I definitely recommend pheromone breath spray. <laughs> Brought to That's you by how you thrive. Go cottontails. Uh yeah. That's been our episode. Hold on, James. Final thoughts. Oh. Where does this fit into the Keeblerverse? Yeah, where does this fit into the Keeblerverse? Because we've been talking about this. The Keeblerverse, yeah. All summer long. All we, summer long. We've been talking about You've been following us all as we've done our miniseries Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> been reviewing all the Hot Girl um, movies a quarter mile at a time. I like it. It's it, It's got some really good 2000s charm. Championship dog strap. <laughs> we watched it. Watch it again. Such a good... It's so stupid. And like... The movie doesn't hold up, but there's an ice cream gun. There's a jock strap. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. I'm in. I am in. I liked it. Um, it's going to be an Aaron Salinas. Are you going to launch your own Blu-ray brand? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Salinas Classics. Uh, before it goes in the Aaron vault, um, this is... It's a 58. It's a fi- Really? I guess that makes sense. It's a fifty-eight. <laughs> it's it, and fifty of that is charm. Um, it's <laughs> the other eight percent is the toe. It's, it's yes. the trauma. It's the robe. Let's be honest. The eight percent is the Josh toe. Peck. It it's Josh Peck, prepubescent Josh Peck. He's a little husky before without he's a, a lisp. Before he's zaddy, because Josh Peck's is zaddy. Don't get me wrong. Um, Sorry, and, Drake Bell. Yeah, Jake, Drake is just still the same. Like from doesn't he just do music now? I think so. But and oh, uh, Spider Man. Yeah, he voices Spider Man. He voices Spider Man in the cartoon, the new cartoon, the XD version on Disney. That's so cool. I want to be Spider Man. I mean, no one's stopping you. Yeah, no one's stopping you. Do it. Oh my God, he's growing arms. James fights big move. Oh, move your toe. (laughs) Move your toe. Uh, Olivia, what are your final thoughts on this? You brought it to us. How do yes. you feel about it? Um, so watching it today, I think it was, you know, as not well put together as this movie is. Like what? now, now, oh wait, I'm getting there. Now having, you know, seen it, you know, about 18 years since it was what? in theaters. What? what? <laughs> I know. Um, after the night that I had last night Aww. and everything, um, it was nice to watch a movie and just laugh and then think, wow, like. You know, some things are just bad, but it's okay to laugh at it. 
Yeah, and just, that's the whole point of our podcast. And just just let it go. Like you, yeah. you, you don't have to. It, like, honestly, it kind of it kind of. I was I was I was laughing and and you know I'm like oh that's problematic. Okay, yeah. like, you know, but I'm like you know what I was in an accident last night. <laughs> it could have been. Worse. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I will admit during this movie I would just ask Daron and be like that's problematic, huh? And be like, yep. And we just go on about our business. <laughs> right? like, so I, I I was really thankful for. Um, Watching it this weekend, and glad we got to do a, an episode Thank you for on bringing it. it. Yeah. Can you final thoughts? Let me give it a two out of five on my letterboxed account. Yo, okay, real quick, it's higher than Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch this movie versus the Revenant. The Revenant okay. is just unpleasant. I haven't seen it. It's just it's I Max Keeble is a slog, but the Revenant is just it's like getting beaten with a textbook. Just going, do you know how hard it was to live in the past? I'm the Revenant. This is hard. I'm the Revenant. Here's a bear. I'm a bear. I'm Leo. <laughs> I'm, I'm rough and rugged, it's Leo. It's Leo season. I got my Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> also, just I, I cannot believe that the Revenant had the gall to establish itself as a prequel to Max Keeble's big move. Uh, whenever you see Alex D. Lenz just arrive at the gravestone of Leo's char- character. In the rain with this sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Letty Here's stops him and goes, no, what are you doing? Here's Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm, James. I'm good. The, ori- <laughs> the original title of Revenant was Max Keeble's Big Bear. <laughs> You're hurting Olivia in her neck. Oh my God. F- final thoughts, James? Yeah, it was fine. What's your, it was what's your ranking? Fine. <laughs> what's your ranking? It's three out of five. It's fine. Oh, wow. This or High School Musical 2? What? This or High School Musical 2? High School Musical 2. <laughs> all, okay. all day. Do you, think, do you think Alex D. Lins and the cast could have done High School Musical? No. No. <laughs> Never. No, I don't know why. Never. I, I was trying. I was just trying to connect all of our he episodes. Would, he would have been age appropriate to do High he, School Musical. He would have, but even then, like he just. I think he's really good in this movie. I think this he movie does. Is, but what I, happened to him? Uh, he just stops. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> film production is so hard. He and moved. Having to deal with. <laughs> and that's been our episode of Shame Watch. <laughs> Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song and James Garcia for our artwork and Olivia uh, Suarez. 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 I'm white from Ohio. We're working on it. I I slap. We're working on it. (laughs) Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Shame Watch Pod. Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash flatfilms. It does cost money to put out superb content like this pod. So, even with $1 donation... uh, Okay. (laughs) I forgot. Anyway, uh, so even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. And now it's part of our section where I thank the Patreons. uh, Or the patrons. Just patrons. Uh, Well, Kenny Madison, thank you. Aaron O. Salinas, thank you. Austin, Texas. Uh, Gene Fight, thank you. (laughs) Austin Bowling Green, Ohio. Uh, Alan Smith, thank you. And our newest patron, Bradley Mc... McPherson? Yeah, McPherson. McPherson. Of Oklahoma? Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, I believe. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, thank you. Uh, just as a reminder, 
A $2 donation level will give you a shout-out on this podcast. A $5 donation will give you access to exclusive content. And a $7 donation will give you... A trip to Barreras. Nope. Uh, A video of Aaron's toe. Correct. (laughs) Behind-the-scenes content like Aaron's toe. Hold on. Let's let's set the benchmark. Let's set the benchmark here now, y'all. Okay. We got to hit a limit, and then we'll go to... get. Lovely chicken at the chicken place. Fifteen How? patrons. Fifteen patrons. I was saying, uh, what fifty dollars a month? Okay, you get fifty yeah. bucks a month. Oh, you want to do money? Okay, yeah, fifty dollars a month, and we'll go there. What do you we'll think, Olivia? Film a video. Mm, we'd have to make it a really good video for fifty dollars a month. We'll release it to the public if we get fifty dollars. Yeah, okay, I don't think you that? realize this is some good chicken. How far away is this? Uh, it's like down where I'm from. It's about a three-hour trip. It'd be a day trip. Oh, that's yeah, that's, that's it'll cost fifty bucks. Yeah, that's a day trip. So once we hit $50 per month, tell your friends, uh, we're going to go to that chicken place, we're going to make a video, and we're going to eat some. And we're going to post it on social media. Guys. Yeah. At Shame Watch chicken. Pod. All it's four so of us. Good. It's so good. The whole Shame Watch team it is in so this good. room. I'm thinking of the great whole team. We're going to make a big move to it's Rob's <laughs> now. <laughs> and until next time, our watch has ended. Dive, Edgar.